0: Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. As if they don't have too much on their place. The Kings of Combat Sports Podcast John trying to Talk about the things they did that day. I'll analyze the work of Vince and Triple H. We
1: wanna smack down, we wanna smack down. We wanna smack down, we wanna smack down, we We wanna smack. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Rewind to SmackDown. John Pollock here alongside Wei Ting. We want to say a welcome to everybody that's listening off the top, whether you on, are on the Post Wrestling Cafe or listening free at postwrestling.com. We're going to kick off by talking about all the latest news that will be available for everyone. And then once we're done the news, uh, if you want to listen to the full review of SmackDown, uh, you will have to listen on the Post Wrestling Cafe feed. But Wei Ting, how are you?
0: I'm doing very well, yeah. Uh, John and I wanted to do this again. I I thought last week was, um, you know, very helpful. I mean, we're talking about a period of news right now that I think is really important to everybody. And it's not something we want to put behind a paywall. So, uh, yeah, uh, if you just want to get caught up with everything that is constantly changing in the world of wrestling, uh, just listen to this.
1: Let's be honest. Okay, last week, Wei, he downloaded the show. He wanted to listen to me and Mike and... Here's the little secret, everyone. Wei Tang, not a subscriber. And he listened to that free preview. He was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to shell out those six bucks. I am going to go. I want to listen to John and Mike review
0: SmackDown. <sighs> yeah, I'm going to think about it, definitely. Um, uh, You know, I, uh, you, you might have convinced me. Yeah, this thing, this post-wrestling cafe thing might, might actually uh, work. Sure. I want to start off on a
1: lighter note. Did you see highlights of the social distancing match tonight between Jimmy Lloyd and Joey Janella? No, I haven't. No, I. You been- have not seen any clips of this. Well, I've actually. Um, I did. Talk- you had to have been off Twitter because this was nonstop on my timeline while this match was going on on tonight's GCW show.
0: Yeah, yeah, I did. I did do that. Uh, in fact, I I did something this for this before this edition of SmackDown that I hadn't done before any of our other reviews, and that was take a nap, and it oh. made a big difference for me and, and my just energy level watching the show. So I missed it. Tell me about it.
1: Okay. Well, I immediately regret tweeting about it because the, the comments of people that are just so up in arms about, um, ruining the industry with a social distancing match. I just, I, I literally have no capacity for that kind of, um,
0: uh, commenting. So, Oh, it's to be expected. Isn't it? You know, with that type of thing, anything. Oh, uh, It's like, break.
1: really is, is that the argument we're going to have? Uh, just what I haven't seen the show. But the clips of this. So the premise of the match: it's Joey Janela and Jimmy Lloyd, and they're going to perform a wrestling match. But everything has to be six feet apart. So they are pretty much like just playing like like they're like one will go for a suplex, and then the other sells the suplex from six weeks six feet away. They did a Canadian destroyer in there. It was like oh, there was a cross awesome.
0: body off the top. Okay, please say Listen, no more. I, I got to watch it right after.
1: It, it looks pretty amazing. Okay. And I, I do look forward to watching this social distancing match. We'll,
0: we'll discuss it on the double shot on uh, um, sure. Sunday, I'm, I'm Sunday. Sure. I'm sure we
1: will uh, watch it. Uh, Benno was watching and was raving uh, about the show uh, as well. Um, and it seemed like they were also dropping like some little nuggets of like what you would have seen uh, WrestleMania weekend. So mm-hmm. it looked like, um, I, I guess on the broadcast, Janella revealed it would have been Will Ospreay versus Blake Christian versus Alex Zane, which would have been just a outstanding three-way match. Um, but anyway, I, I guess that's kind of the solace is now everyone's going to be revealing what would have been happening because many had kept their cards a surprise and who they had announced talent, but not that who they, they would be facing in some cases.
0: Right, right, yeah, yeah, um, I mean, somewhat unfortunate, but um uh, it's I think we've I moved on at least, you know, right, yes, so let's let's get right into the news, so
1: the latest going on in w w e on Friday, they announced a a deal with e s p n where for the next three Sundays, they're going to be replaying old Wrestlemania's. Dating back to 2014. So this Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, WrestleMania 30 will air from 2014. The following Sunday, which is March the 29th at 7 p.m., they're going to re-air WrestleMania 32, which was the card from uh, Dallas at AT AT&T Stadium. And then the following Sunday, which is the day of WrestleMania, at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, they will air WrestleMania 35 from last year, which... They did mention on the broadcast tonight they will run in their entirety, which would mean that ESPN, if they're airing WrestleMania 35 in its entirety, that will bleed into the actual WrestleMania broadcast because that's a 7 p.m. start time, not even factoring in a kickoff show.
0: That can't be right.
1: That's what Michael Cole said once on tonight. And unless that was a mistake, I can't imagine that – WrestleMania, especially of the last few years, these are—I mean, granted, ESPN probably has a lot of available real estate to fill at the moment. We're also talking about a need for
0: commercials to be worked in. I'm
1: exactly, sure. exactly. A six-hour WrestleMania is the equivalent of like a eight-hour time slot at I would least, think. minimum, at least, maybe yeah. more, maybe nine. So I maybe that is um, anyway. We'll try yeah. and find out for sure about that, but. um, yeah, also kind of interesting that on the day they were making such a big announcement of this that one of the shows they selected was 2014 that they did air an entire match on tonight's SmackDown that will be on this broadcast Sunday.
0: Yeah, that is interesting. I mean, I, I personally um, – that is – you know, it's one match out of a five, six-hour show. So, I mean, that's also <laughs> – Listen,
1: I don't think at this present time ESPN will be complaining about six, seven
0: hours WrestleManias. No, not at all. Uh, I, 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 you know – I think it's uh, it's very fascinating for a number of reasons. One that uh, ESPN clearly needs the content, and what better content than you know a seven hour, six hour block of programming uh, that the WWE
1: every has WrestleMania back to back. I mean they're they're running a, an eleven hour UFC marathon this weekend on ESPN as well. So it's WWE and ESPN are going to be a, a heavy part of the programming structure. Yeah, and the natural follow up question is. What future relationship we see between WWE and ESPN?
0: Well, that's the other thing that makes this thing so interesting is uh, the the partnership between the two companies and what it might mean for a future ESPN Plus partnership between the two. And uh, you know, clearly, whatever Vince was alluding to in the first quarter is probably not taking place right now, um, as far as you know, an, an OTT deal. But I feel like this bodes well for that. You, relationship.
1: you think they? You think ESPN would pick up OTT?
0: No, not yet. No, I don't think so. I don't uh, know how David Starr Star would... Uh, imagine David Starr cutting a promo on, like, Walt Disney? Disney. Oh, yeah. That was it.
1: Bob Iger. Nicky. <laughs> um, anyway, this really has uh, no real bearing uh, for Canadians, although anyone listening to this show, you can watch these shows anyway, commercial-free, mm. on the network. But, um, yeah, I guess this is more so interesting of... A, how these perform, uh, viewership-wise, and B, uh, is this a sign of things to come that WWE and ESPN collaborate more um, once life gets back to normal and post-WrestleMania as well? So, something to watch there uh, regarding that particular deal, but that goes into effect with WrestleMania. Again, the three WrestleMania choices, I think, interesting. WrestleMania 30, of course, it's built around Brian, but you have that star-studded segment to start that show with Rock, Hogan, and Austin together along with the, the streak ending 32 that's another one where the rock had a big uh, focus on that with a big segment and then last year's show you've got ronda rousey in the in the main event um i don't know what went into the thinking about these three specific shows but i would imagine your your biggest names you would want uh i would imagine that was some of the thinking
0: yeah who knows i mean um no love for wrestlemania 31 or 34 yeah, I guess not. Or thirty three, the big roller coaster WrestleMania. Um, not that. Th-
1: thirty one was a very good show. I, uh, you know, of past WrestleManias, especially ones we've been to, I really enjoyed that. That
0: uh, thirty one. Dude, they all blend in together for me. I have, I have no idea. I didn't. I didn't even remember the Cena Bray Wyatt match taking place on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. You know what I think of uh, about WrestleMania thirty? I
1: think about the Bray Wyatt lantern. <laughs>
0: That I took from...
1: <laughs> like, that's my takeaway thing. from that WrestleMania in the uh, in the box. I think I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> you probably do. Anyway. Um, okay, so the WWE, here is the, the latest that's going on. It's uh, expected that they are going to be doing uh, just a, a boatload uh, of taping, which is probably wise. If you're going ahead with these shows, let's just tape as much as we can. Mm-hmm. So from my understanding is that uh, they'll be taping more SmackDown on Saturday... Uh, Raw going on Monday, and then the next episode of Raw would be on Tuesday. And I can't confirm if WrestleMania is being taped during this next week, but a lot of signs point towards it, Um, including the fact that you will now notice that they are pushing the tagline of WrestleMania as, uh, what is it, too big for one night is the tagline they're really utilizing. and. I was informed that they have been instructed not to be promoting it as streaming live on the WWE network, not using the term live. And that has been reflected in uh, different website stories of theirs that previously were listing it as live have now been changed just to streaming on the WWE network. So, And it makes the most amount of sense, Wade. Like, why would we do all this taping, send everybody home, and risk the idea of – like, California at the moment is – Telling people to stay home unless you're going to the grocery store, the pharmacy, like the most essential things. Why would you risk not being able to get everybody back to Orlando for WrestleMania in several weeks' time where flights could be grounded? There could be lockdowns in different parts of the country. If everyone is there over this next week, let's get it at least done through Mania.
0: Oh, international borders, our are, are, uh, restrictions are changing all the time. I mean, they're already in place Really, for much of the world, and just again the level of risk attached to not just mm, the travel involved for all of these talents and the crew, but you know the longer you wait, the the bigger risk you take of of this whole thing falling apart. If there's only one person on that roster or in that crew in that building that ends up getting sick, so absolutely, I'm sure you know a rush to get all this stuff shot and produced so that they can air it over the next several weeks is. Um, certainly, you know, like John and I have been debating perhaps all week about whether or not these shows should even exist. I think I've, I've really come to accept that. Yeah, they are, they're going to exist for a lot of people. They play a great purpose. And, you know, if you're going to do that, just to do it in the most economical way, I, I don't think anybody would, um, you know, um, like um, criticize them. I mean, I, I have seen some of that criticism. You know, about people like saying, "Oh, how is it going to feel like WrestleMania when it's an empty arena? How is it going to feel like it's WrestleMania when it's split between two nights? How is it going to feel like WrestleMania when it's taped and not live?" I mean, listen, it, I- it's
1: not. It's not going to feel like other shows. This is the like again. If you are deciding to do these shows, which is a, a separate debate, they are doing them, so they are going to go to this length. And and the other question is if. If, in fact, you tape WrestleMania, can they – what can they do with that footage to make it maybe more palatable than just as if you would do WrestleMania live, for instance?
0: Well, cut away crowd shots. To can, of like course. Canned, canned crowd noise. I, I'm i not sure. But, yeah, like all botches you can guarantee won't won't exist. You can clean it up matches. a
1: lot. You can add many bells and whistles. You, you can, can cut out dead spots you know, and matches. Yeah, it'll be you great. Can t- y- like it might be, you know, the of the options available. Maybe taping it in advance and then having what would it be? Two weeks to put this together. Um, I, I guess you'd have a week to put it together.
0: Yeah. Um, I've got anyway. absolutely no issue with it. I, I think. I mean, under the circumstances, it really is absolutely. I think the best decision and. You know, any expectation that this is going to be like any other WrestleMania, obviously, we have to get out of our heads. This is a WrestleMania that is being produced while the world is in shambles, you know, and um, everybody's operating, I think, on, you know, half capacity of what they even a quarter capacity of what they'd be able to do. They're trying to do this in as quick as and, and as economical uh, fashion as they possibly can. I, I give them a great deal of, of leeway when it comes to that. And you can imagine the chaos that is going on throughout all of this, where
1: they are just, um, it, it just, everything is fluid. Everything is changing. They are trying to deal with, you know, all of these moving parts. And, and you can imagine that it's um, a, a pretty stressful time. I would imagine at the moment in WWE, uh, I have reached out about the, the status of WrestleMania being taped, but they have uh, yet to comment uh, regarding that. and, and it seems that a few, it's just not something that is being uh, talk, talked about among a whole lot of people in terms of uh, what it, what exactly is happening. But that certainly seems to be the direction um, hmm. that it's heading in. And just on paper, looks like the most logical way, uh, given everything, not the least of which is the the wording that they have changed, that in all of this, I mean, they have made that a priority to not... Advertise this being live in their in their various uh, postings online and and how they're advertising this thing.
0: Mm. Interesting.
1: A couple of cancellations. Uh, one day after Matt Nix gave a worldwide exclusive to waiting, <laughs> revealing the card for the warehouse wars, um, they have had to cancel their show, as did uh, A.A.W., because uh, in Illinois, they have instituted a shelter-in-place order that is going to be in effect from Saturday evening until uh, Tuesday, April the 7th. And this is uh, this eliminated any chance of these wrestling shows going ahead. And you could hear in Way's interview uh, with Matt, which was a, a very interesting discussion as well, I mean, the some of the pushback he had received, and you could tell – Way even when you were speaking
0: with him, like
1: his uncertainty if in fact this would go
0: ahead. Certainly, yeah, yeah. You know, um, it 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 certainly mm, is a difficult position where I think um, everybody involved with it, uh, Matt Nix, of course, you know, even talking to Scrump, like, uh, and the people at Pro Wrestling Tees. Um, so much of it of a show like this is being produced under just great generosity and, and a great, I think, uh desire to you know help people in the industry that you know are, are really going to be going through a difficult time without wrestling for the foreseeable future so um, but safety comes first you know and I, I saw Matt Nick's uh, message and he said very much the same if if the government um, uh, has come down with this decision to do it there it's really out of their hands and honestly it probably is for the best uh, but that said though uh, Mustafa Ali made a donation covering all the costs for this uh, taping, and uh, that'll still go ahead. I believe Ruby Riot as well. Um, so the people participating will still get some money out of it.
1: That's awesome. That's uh, really cool when you uh, saw, saw that note, that they would uh, be contributing uh, those funds, mm-hmm. because I, I really feel for the independent community that it's, it's not just you've lost your upcoming bookings, it's not just Wrestlemania weekend is gone, it's it would be the feeling of you've been fired from your job and you can't even apply for a new one. It is – you're on hold and there's no money coming in. And that's got to be a very, very scary proposition for many talent. And, and, the, and the, uh,
0: really everybody, like outside of, of professional wrestling as well. Yeah.
1: Stardom and DDT, on the other hand, uh, DDT held a show on Friday – Uh, opening up their doors to fans. And Stardom is going to do this as well on Tuesday for the opening round of their Cinderella tournament, which is uh, their annual event, which will be streaming on YouTube Tuesday morning at 5.30 a.m., the 16-woman tournament. And they will have uh, a protocol in place for those that are attending the show where fans will be allowed to enter, but will have a physical check with their temperature taken, and no one will be allowed in uh, if their temperature is over 98.6 Fahrenheit or 37 Celsius and um, masks will also be distributed for everyone free of charge that is entering the show. Um, I'm I'm curious what the turnout will be like for some of these shows that are getting back to running as well that had been dormant for the last couple of weeks and overall like that's going to be uh, not something we are looking at it uh, in this part of the world anytime soon. But when shows eventually are open again to fans is there going to be that trepidation period about going to large-scale events uh regardless of pro wrestling like any big big events for the time being
0: well it really depends on the situation of the world at the time but i i mean i i feel like just kind of judging by like the the mood of of you know the the city and and everybody here um the moment that somebody gives the okay i think there are going to be plenty of people who are more than happy to get out of their homes to have a place to go to um it hasn't it's honestly only been like about a week when really shit's hit the fan for us here and um it's already taken a major toll on many people um i don't know exactly what the situation is like in japan uh certainly i i believe their curve is a lot flatter than you know um what it looks like in other parts of the world um so maybe there's some uh, you know, hopefully everything is safe. I, I mean, I look forward to you discussing with W. H. Park, who is actually in Japan, to talk about maybe you know what 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 the level of risk he feels uh is acceptable right now for a wrestling show. Yeah, Sunday
1: night we'll have W. H. on for post pro res, and we'll talk about uh, everything that's going on over there, and he can give us his uh firsthand perspective um over on the uh, the Japanese scene and specific uh, to his area where he's living, and. Uh, just a few more notes here, okay, way. if you had said if you'd give me a likely unlikely at the beginning of this year about the wrestling retribution project, it oh, would have God. been it would have been capital letters, unlikely, five exclamation, exclamation points, bold, five underlines, unlikely, so boy was John Pollock just uh, my eyes fell out of my head as I logged in on Friday morning, and all of a sudden. I see that the Wrestling Retribution Project is, is being uploaded in various clip form. I mean, the raw footage is being uploaded and accompanied by an apology from creator Jeff Katz. And I feel we do have to do a little bit of a history lesson here yeah. because if you were born <laughs> – over the weekend when the wrestling retribution project was filmed, you would be eight years old now. Okay. Jeez. You would be eight years old.
0: Okay. <laughs> this thing really feels like it's, it's ancient like lore at this point. Um, I, I mean, we had talked about this for some reason, I think over a past review. So it just came up. But if I didn't, if we didn't have that conversation, I would have needed to be reminded of exactly what this thing is. Cause I've really had it out of my memory, the fact that this thing was even uh, around.
1: So, this was the brainchild of Jeff Katz, who was you know, a very, you know, a fairly known American film producer and had like uh, a connection with professional wrestling, where he had worked in WCW beginning in 1994, had always been uh, a big follower of it. And then he launched. This pop culture site called Geek Week. And he ended up starting to do just all of these interviews and was very active on Twitter and talking about uh, essentially the state of the pro wrestling industry and coming up with like some kind of alternative vision and updating the product. And this guy was a phenomenal salesman who was able, I mean, I interviewed him at the time um, and was in like, you know, in contact with him, like, in trying to get updates after these tapings and stuff like that. But he, he did like the whole media tour of shows and then raised over a hundred thousand dollars on Kickstarter to fill, to film these uh, episodes. And he brought in a lot of interesting talent. I had to look it up here to kind of refresh my memory, but remember this is 2011 and he had uh, Kenny Omega colt cabana he had uh dr luther carl anderson luke gallows i mean uh, chris hero timothy thatcher it was it was like a really gila drake oh yeah amazing Amazing red Red. was part of this like he had a yeah um yeah like he had a lot and what he did was he took um whether they were established or not established um um uh psycho mike was involved in this Oh, was he? Wow, okay. Yeah, Mike Rollins. Um, So, whether they were established names or not, they were all given new characters, new names, and, uh, like, I'm just looking here. Kenny Omega was Scott the Cornerstone Carpenter, for instance.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm just looking at some. He has a match against Luke Gallows. He also has a match against Dr. Luther. So, uh, 2011 of October. Adam Pierce as Tommy Lee Ridgway.
1: Sammy Callahan was satanic. Okay. Anyway, you get the gist. So they did the tapings, and then a month passes, two months pass, six months pass, a year, like nothing, nothing, nothing. And it just became like this punchline of the Wrestling Retribution Project. And there were a lot of people upset about this, mainly because of the Kickstarter element and that – For future Kickstarter campaigns, like this was an example of here was something that they went to the public and there was no end product. And I know at some point Jeff Katz came out of nowhere on Twitter with like this big story of like financial issues and such. And I can't remember all the specifics about it, but then just, you know, just went ghost again. And all of a sudden today, this pops up out of nowhere eight years later and I'm not going to read this entire statement, but he this is the Cole's notes was that he says my original aim was to surprise you tonight with the clean HD graphics version featuring the amazing commentary of Nigel McGinnis. Uh But today's new statewide lockdown in California means we can't get into editorial to upload it. So instead of just sitting here wasting yet another month, I'm uploading everything from my local hard drive from the shoot. And he's pretty much putting up the raw footage and even encouraging viewers to edit it themselves if they want. And then goes on this big apology, listing off various names that uh, helped him out along the way. And was very sorry. And he said, most importantly, Chris Jericho deserves far more from me than a public apology, as we both know all too well. I let him down more than anyone. And while it's ultimately on me to make that right, letting down... Letting him down remains the greatest regret of my professional career beyond his obvious excellence in this medium. He was a great friend to me and I completely and utterly let him down to say I'm sorry for that is the understatement of the century. So he doesn't go into the specifics about uh, what that issue is with Chris Jericho, but this is uh, this looks to be the end result of wrestling retribution project. So I'll be curious if anyone
0: really goes and, and seeks these out if so I'm actually going in and seeking it out right now but um do you want to put this together way? Like oh, God, you could probably no. oh, finish no.
1: this and take this to the finish line.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I if honestly I I I'd be able to, but I'm I'm just trying to watch it right now. Um some of this I could I would be able to see, but a lot of it is still listed as private. So um I don't know. I don't know exactly know know how what the release schedule is. What, what what exactly is up? But I could see, for instance, the rough set number one. All the all those matches are available and on. You know, it is basically. I mean, they're they're matches and they seem to be. The camera seem to be cut so you can watch the full matches essentially. Um, and beyond that, though, it, it still seems like a lot of these. Maybe by the time you listen to this, they'll be they'll be released. But some of these are still pro- listed as private, so I I, I can't even access them. Uh, but anyway, this story what a what a strange what a thing. saga what a well, yeah I it, I I read this apology from Jeff Katz, and it just brought me back to like when I was in university and I was assigned like this essay, and I just like I'm a I'm like a I'm like a I'm like a hall of famer, like procrastinator when it comes to certain things like that. So like, you know, these things I would always like, I'd be assigned this, this, this essay. And I just didn't want to do it. And I just like, wait and wait and wait until the last minute. And then like due date passes. I'm like, shit. Okay. I guess I'll take like 10% off. And then the due date for the second time passes. And then that feeling of dread, like when you're walking around, when you're like having dinner, just knowing that in the back of your head, like you have this thing that that needs to be done that you haven't done yet um at least reading this apology it feels like this guy was feeling that level of dread probably for like the past nine years and no excuse at all and he doesn't really make any excuses but man what a what a strange kind of end to it Uh, do you know what what jericho's involvement might have been at all i i don't know i mean the way it it's it
1: uh it sounds here um I mean, you, you could speculate that there was something like maybe he was a backer, or maybe he helped finance. I, I don't know. I that That's like a pure
0: guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just kind of silly, though, how I mean, clearly you have some of the content here. Uh, he goes on to say, like, he originally wanted to upload this with like HD graphics and commentary from Nigel McGuinness. Uh, but because he couldn't get to the studio due to like lockdowns, he just decided to upload the raw footage instead directly so even like you know getting to the finish line we don't have the finished product so even at the end it feels a little dubious in my opinion but it's out there you know um at least partially (laughs) it's it's there um i mean uh (laughs) who's who's, how many people do you think will watch it i mean this is almost like at this point like another um you know bret hart versus uh, uh tom mcgee type of thing
1: I think that there will be like the hardcores will at least watch some of it, but I mean, it's just it's it's raw wrestling matches. I mean, it's From nine not years ago. Yeah. like really to me the compelling part was like the character work and how this was going to be because he really pushed it. Like this is not just going to be like a wrestling show; it's going to be like uh, like uh, a season that will have a beginning, middle, and end, and be very deep and rich in story and character development and. It was like he did a phenomenal job selling this, and it wasn't surprising to me that there were – I mean, it was 187 people that pledged and led to the 100,000, and that would – I mean, not the greatest at math. That would seem like there were probably some high donors in there that were probably getting him the the lion's share of that, but nonetheless, it was – you know, there were pe- there were definitely people upset afterwards and it just became this running joke. And I would say by now, I mean, if you had been someone that donated some money to this, I mean, it's just as though, you know, you went to the casino and, and blew 100 bucks and you're never expecting it back.
0: It really did feel like at the time, you know, like th- it was somebody starting. I think what the best comparable right now might be would be something like AEW. You know, we're talking about like 2011 or 2010 at a time when mm, I mean, there's TNA, but like beyond that, you know, not not really too much in the way of, I think like legitimate, like hope for like brand new kind of like, you know, non WWE competition. And the way I feel like this, he was able to kind of promote this project felt like it was going to be something that was a lot bigger than ultimately what it came to be. Yeah. So the, the mysterious, uh,
1: wrestling, retribution project this is on the uh there we're spending way more time on this but wrestling retribution project oh, we did, this we is on wait at nine years man well this is on the wikipedia page on the talk is jericho podcast with kenny omega chris jericho revealed that he helped fund the project but never saw the footage and omega told a story about how he broke a chandelier during filming when he performed an outside springboard moonsault to carl anderson and then was
0: forced to work for free the rest of the tapings to pay for the damage wow incredible wow okay so well i i mean isn't he a carpenter wouldn't he be able to to just fix it (laughs) his character should have designed a new chandelier yeah
1: he should have had him he should have had like maybe that's what he should have instead of the terminator dive it should have been like the
0: chandelier the one bold chandelier yeah um terrible
1: a a better one will come to me i'm (laughs)
0: sure. Yeah, all right. So, I mean, I'm sure those matches will get the most interest. Uh, but yeah, it's it's Omega versus Luke Gallows, and Doctor Luther is another one. Uh,
1: did you see this Braun Strowman tweet? Do you want to uh, talk anything about this? I, I, I
0: haven't seen anything that might have come out uh, recently, other than what we just talked about. What what's the Braun Strowman tweet? So, I guess uh, Evil Uno had
1: been uh, supporting people to go out support the indie wrestlers during this uh, this crisis and everything, and uh, Adam Sheer. Uh, responded here we go with more of the somebody pay for my bills stuff if you can't afford to pay your bills maybe you should change professions that's why I quit strongman I loved it but I couldn't afford to live so instead of making a GoFundMe or a patreon wanting someone else to take care of me I went out and worked harder than I ever have in my life to get to where I am what happened to being accountable for your own actions and I believe he took this down Uh, just you know a really insensitive thing i would say to to say to you know independent wrestlers anyone right now that is struggling it's really an unnecessary time to be telling people to pretty much you know
0: what what was the evil uno the slack. what was the evil uno post
1: i don't have the
0: original post
1: that evil uno wrote it's okay. um this this was just a screen grab here from the no show wrestling podcast that had right. listed evil uno pleads with people to support indie wrestlers in a time of
0: need not a bad, not a good look at all for Braun Strowman to, you know, be in a position as you know a top star in the WWE or a, eh, a yeah, a upper star in the WWE to be talking down to people, um, you know, clearly far uh, far less privileged than than he is, and you know the argument that he makes is that he worked to get to the to, to this position. That that very well may be. But at the same time, not everybody is going to receive the same opportunities as somebody who is, you know, six feet something tall that Braun Strowman is, no matter how hard they work in their lives. Um, And certainly this is not the period to go on to make a criticism like that publicly. So not a good look for Braun.
1: My hope would be he took it down, realized it was a very insensitive thing to say to people that um, are really in need at the moment. And Mm -hmm. maybe we get an apology from it when... He's maybe in a uh, more understanding mood. Anyway, um, final thing here at the XFL officially canceled its 2020 season. Uh, That does not come as much of a surprise given they were not going to get back to playing. So that is the end of uh, season one of the XFL. So that is all of your news. You can go get all the latest at postwrestling.com. If you're listening on the free feed, uh, we're going to sign off now, but... The rest of our review is up at postwrestlingcafe.com. If you would like to go uh, join us there,
0: uh, we greatly appreciate it. Um, Sign up right now. Double shot on Sunday night, I believe. And then uh, ask away on Tuesday, as well as, of course, the entire archive of everything that we've done up until this point to keep you more than occupied. Yes. So thank you to everybody. And we're now going to transition over to Friday
1: Night Smackdown.